and welcome to another episode of My GRCC Story. I'm Dave Murray. And Evan Macklin. And today we're joined by two very, very special guests. One of my favorite professors here at Grand Rapids Community College, Chef Bob Schultz. Hello, and thank you. And a very special treat, an alumni, Chef Danny De La Cruz. Now, normally, if I told you that um, a chef works with dolphins, you might assume that she works at an aquarium. <laughs> but not today. Today, Chef De La Cruz works with linebackers and quarterbacks and many thousands of their friends. Chef De La Cruz, what's your GRCC story? Well, uh, first, thank you for the invite. Uh, I'm delighted to be here today. Um, my story started back in 2005, um, and I started culinary school actually, actually 2003, and I did one semester with Charlie. And I sort of kind of got lost into families and life. And I got back. Actually, Charlie emailed me. And I got back into um, the school, 2005. And um, my journey started with the amazing teachers, Bob, you know, Chef Rangood, Jill. What can I say? I mean, I, I did this this morning with in front of a lot of students. And one of the things that I kept telling everybody is this was my safe heaven. Is it was the place for me to grow, but at the same time, kind of develop um, the best thing that I have today, which is my career. But I also the love that I have for food and, and everything that I learned through the process, mentors and, and so forth. So now you're not from Grand Rapids originally. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got here and where you're from? Um, well, I'm from Dominican Republic. I was born and raised in, in DR. Um, went to school there. Got a bachelor in hospitality management. And decided to move to Grand Rapids, Michigan, as my parents uh, actually immigrated here. And uh, we're kind of just like every immigrant trying to find a better way to life. Um, arrived into Grand Rapids, uh, wow, back in 1999 with a four months old in my arms. <laughs> and um, I think I've done it all in here. You know, I work at Marshall Fields. Um, I actually went back to school to learn English. At some point in time, I opened a small Chiringo, little business on Burton Street. Uh, unfortunately, it went kind of out of the window, but uh, continued moving along and um, end up selling empanadas for a dollar at the farmer's market. And that's one of the biggest stories for me is because um, I told somebody this morning, if I'm able to do that with three kids on toad and um, able to create something out of nothing, I think anything is possible. So, Chef, can you talk a little bit more about the love for cooking and the culinary world? Um, I, I saw in the notes here that you're inspired by your grandma. So Absolutely. what were some of the favorite dishes that you love to prepare or love to see her prepare back in the day? Well, I, I come from, uh, when I say grandma, I think I come by, I can say squared, you know, it's part of two two worlds. I, I was, uh, one side of the world was uh, a beautiful, amazing lady, very strong as I come, I feel like I come from a matriarchal uh, of, of very strong females. One of them always said to me, you know, don't let anybody cut your wings. And the other one actually pushed me to run barefoot and wild and understand, you know, how beautiful it is to have herbs and make teas out of whatever I got out of there. Um, one of my favorite memories is um, I used to go out on the mountains and eat uh, green mangoes with salt out of the tree. And, um, or, you know, the days after middle school, come home and have hot cocoa with fresh bread made from, from my grandma. We have something that is called um, sweet rice, 
es arroz con dulce. I've heard of it. Can you explain a little bit more? Yes. So sweet rice, it's, um, we have, it's almost, I'm going to say it like a custard. And um, mama used to make it in the afternoon because she used to wait for us when we come back from school. So uh, the smell of cinnamon and vanilla, and we have something that is very kind of fun. Uh, we take uh, lemon leaves and we put it in. It's almost kaffir, you know, kind of a lemongrass flavor in there. So, you know, fresh milk and the sugar and just the, like I said, it, I think food is, is also that comes from, from your soul. And mama used to say, nobody cooks the same because our hands, our hands are not the same. For me, food is, is something that it's, it's something raw. It's something that I, I was telling the student this morning. When you cook, you sort of kind of bear your soul. And it's a very personal, it's very intimate. So when you cook for so many people, you kind of bury yourself to thousands and thousands of people. So it's a, it's an special, it sounds very, very special. You have to love what you do in order to come into this business. So when you were at GRCC, you graduated with honors and you received the prestigious director's award as the outstanding student of the department. That's pretty cool. It was actually, it was, really, it was a big surprise as well. They, they really, really, they kept it really under wraps. And one of the things that um, through my school, I went through a really hard time in my life. And at that point, and there's something that I've always said, you know, there's when, when you tell a story, it's very important to know that you're not just telling your story, you're telling somebody else's story. And at that point, my husband was uh, battling a, a really, really bad addiction. And I was, you know, my, when I started school, my, my youngest was three months old. When you get an award for being an outstanding student, it's almost surreal because, you know, you feel like you're always battling and trying to keep your head out of the water. So you don't quite are trying to achieve anything. You're just trying to survive. So it was amazing. Um, I was the second female besides Miss Heckwell. Correct. Which I'm very, very, it was very, it was an amazing honor. I believe so. I was the first Latina. Yes. Yes, you were. And um, I feel that um, they saw something in me that I didn't know I have. And I think that was something that I can still be thankful for. Can you talk a little bit, a little bit more about what the faculty and the support resources that we had here at the college, how did everything kind of come together to help you get through those challenges that you, that you faced through both um, the family challenges, the challenges of just kind of seeing that end goal of, you know, getting that degree and kind of getting to where you are now in life. How did, how did GRCC contribute to that? Well, one thing that I've always said, you know, the building is just the building. I feel that regardless of where you go, the people inside the building is what make this building. And I believe that teachers, Mama Marshall, um, Randy, uh, I'm telling you, Charlie sent an email to me and said, when are you going to stop having kids? When are you coming back? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he, he got me for one semester. So I, I believe that for you to have, have a memory of that person, that you feel that you want to reach back, it is so important because we stop being just numbers in a paper. We become human beings. And in the support system that I got from each and one of them, you know, um, whether it was, you know, coming back to a test and, and, and probably my mind not be where it needs to be, 
or understanding or, or just asking how things are going or involving you to take your mind off of things in, in caring for your kids. You know, I, I, I used to bring my, my nine-year-old kid on my last day to jail class to help us clean. So he knew that everybody was out of school so the kid could have come in. So I needed that. And, and I feel that there's something that I feel this the new world that I wanted to continue saying, and I think it's empathy. And I hope that we are desensitizing ourselves so much, even with our students, that we loosen the empathy to understand that you don't know what's happening behind the door with that person. So have take that extra second to ask because it made a difference in my life. It makes me who I am today. I couldn't finish school without them, without each and one of them. And all each and one of them played most definitely a special part in my life. Um, Chef Jacoby, when I was at the farmer's market, used to joke around with me because he said, so I'm assuming you're, you are you need to leave early today because you're not sleeping. Because I used to make my empanadas overnight and spend the night frying and show up at the farmer's market at six o'clock. So again, I believe that yes, this school, the teachers, the support system, the marshals of this world, the ones they help you to put your foot up and, and then you head up on the day that you don't feel like you want to come in are the ones to make the difference. So absolutely, I'm so proud to be part of the GRTC alumni. I'm proud of you too. Once you graduated, I know you went to a Chicago area yes. and worked there in the hotels and then you got involved with the sports and entertainment world from yes. the Kentucky Derby to the U.S. Open yes. in New York to um, Miami. Yes. And, and now you are, is it the executive chef for Hard Rock Stadium for yes. the Miami Dolphins and University of Miami? Yes, I have my UMs. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a pretty big event coming your way in February, and that would be the next Super Bowl. Yes, my big baby. I'm actually... You know, it is almost surreal. I'm still, I think it's going to hit me like the, the last week of January. There's so much logistics and, and work that goes into it. Not just food, operationally, support system. I mean, I'm dealing with an NFL. I was just telling earlier the story that, you know, I'm again one of the first. I'm the first, first, I'm the first Latina, the first female um, hitting up a Super Bowl. Uh, besides that, um, the first female in an NFL stadium, um, you know, but I, I also, NFL trust, have trusted me to give me an amazing stage, amazing platform to make changes, to be able to touch the community as we are supporting a small business as one of the biggest uh, things we're doing right now as well, uh, to help the environment. We are pushing a really aggressive a green initiative for the stadium, non-waste as well. We're trying to go completely non-waste by the point that we hit February. Actually, um, our green initiative starts December the 22nd. So no single-use uh, utensils or anything. Um, so I love that I am the first female, but if that allowed me to, for them to turn around and give me the platform to make changes as those changes are, then why not? We push through. What is it like working for a massive operation like an NFL team or a large stadium like Hard Rock Stadium in Miami? 
control chaos. As <laughs> 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 the it's it's really great. I I'm very driven. Um, I like challenges. I think if uh, for me it's about challenging myself on a daily basis. It's you have to be very disciplined, very organized. Um, don't get me wrong. You're always going to have some challenges on a daily basis. Something is going to break. Somebody's not going to show up. Um, but at the same time, it's it's about this fulfillment of I call it the magic of game day. When you realize that all the things you work and plan for days and days, they come to fruition. So you're you kind of look down and you say, you know what? Somehow. I touch each and one of those 57,000 people that sits on those seats. So it it is great. It's an it's an environment that I have I tell the students you need to come and experience. You need to you need to come and see it because when you come to the stadium you don't realize what goes behind the scenes and it's a lot. It's amazing. Not only are the food that you're serving you've been recognized with the food that you're serving. Yes. Um can you talk a little bit about that? One of the things that I, I strive for every, everywhere I go is that if I'm there, I want to make sure that I leave something behind, whatever it is. You know, it could be my people. It could be, you know, the legacy of what you build. But I, I believe that we're also there for the food. Um, so right now, uh, we got voted number 10 best food in the NFL, the NFL stadiums. We got two of the spots, number two and number four. Number two is uh, we created a signature Cubano sausage. So I went back into our um, one of our butchers in the in the in the city, and he actually, you know, I I felt that I'm in Miami, and everybody loves Cubanos. So making a Cubano is, was like kind of raining over a pond. So not making any difference. And I decided that I want to create a sausage and that we want to kind of build up on some amazing flavors. And so when you eat Cubano, you eat it what we call mariquita, which is fried plantains. But I didn't want, so we decided to go and get some sweet plantains. We dehydrate the sweet plantains. We made dust. And then we add them up to our sausage, which we put on a natural casing. Uh, we serve it on a cilantro bun. We do uh, eat... It's a onion, it's a spicy onion relish with fried cilantro and mustard. And um, I have to say, it's been a hit. Everybody, it's kind of pretty in awe that, you know, nobody else have figured out that before. But, you know, I feel that food is, is not just about, you know, and, and I love any fine dining. I love to elevating the experience of anybody in this business. But I also feel it's about finding the niche of what you can make the difference of. And my signature, you know, Cubano sausage, plus we have a watermelon and tomatillo salad. That is also, we are the first venue in years and years in the NFL that had actually created a healthy item. That is also for vegans, it's fresh, it's crispy, it's beautiful. It's also bring a little bit of the story of the diversity that exists in this country. And I love that as well. So <clears throat> that sounds absolutely amazing. And I will take three of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of just thinking back to day one as a, as a GRCC student, did you ever think that, did you ever envision that this would be where you are, you know, a few years down the road now preparing to, 
to serve the Super Bowl, all the fans that come to the Super Bowl. Did you ever think that that was going to be part of the game plan? Nah, I no. Don't, <laughs> I don't think I was thinking at all of that. Um, I knew I was going somewhere. I know that I needed to find my north. I needed to find my niche, what I was good at. And um, I think that one of the things that I took from each and one of the, my teachers and the people around me is that if they believe in me, why, why could I not believe in myself? Why could I not go out there and do it? So I pushed through. And Chef Bob, I bet there are a lot of students in the Seki Institute for Culinary Education who like hearing about success stories like Chef De La Cruz. Absolutely. Um, the instructors can say one thing, but if you bring back one of your um, alumni and to talk to him heart to heart, like Chef D did today, she really touched a lot of hearts. She spoke not only to the females, not only to the people of color, but to the people who, who are going into, at least in our industry, the culinary industry that has passion. So if somebody in that room she didn't hit, then they shouldn't be in that room. Um, and it was absolutely beautiful. And she, I, I talked to, about Chef D all the time. She's a great inspiration. She's an inspiration to us as instructors as well and a great role model to her children. Well, and if you are listening and you've enjoyed hearing about Chef De La Cruz and the amazing career path that she's had and the wonderful people over in our Seki Institute for Culinary Education, I encourage you to go to our website at grcc.edu backslash Sekia. That's S-E-C-C-H-I-A. And if you want to learn more about the kind of amazing food opportunities at Hard Rock Stadium. That website is hardrockstadium.com. If you want to follow Chef De La Cruz on Twitter, she's at at sign D-A-Y-A-N-N-Y 23. Yes. Thank you very much to our very special guests. Deanna, it was a pleasure having you today. This is awesome. And just to hear about your story and just everything um, from not only your success here at GRCC, but just um, where you started and now where you are is just inspiring. And I, I think you're going to inspire a lot of other students that are going through the program. So thank you so much for being here today with us. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much to all of you for having me. Yes, thank you. Thank you. My GRCC Story is produced by GRCC IT Media Technologies Department. Hosted by Dave Murray and Evan Macklin. Check out grcc.edu to learn more.